Online in Another World. Chapter 118 Roaring Clash. Ugh. Organa growled. Before the Outrider could do anything, Alekai had reached his head, using his sword to stab into the abhorrent demi-human's right eye, sinking it in deep. Greya af. Organa roared out in agony. The sudden burst of pain caused the monstrous bear to thrash about, slamming his fists and flinging his body side to side, causing the crimson-haired Varma champion to withdraw his blade and jump away. That pain. Does it hurt? Does it burn? My brother, my son, they suffered much worse than that. Your screams will be a melody to their spirits. Alekai shouted. Quiet. Ergena roared out. Even with an eye lost, the savage outrider rushed forward as his mighty stomps quaked the forest ground, cracking the soil and trampling the fields with an enraged war cry. It was a natural disaster born amidst the colossal forest, the beastly foe burrowed forth, his cries mimicking the roars of a storm and his claws carving up the soil. Still, Alekai stood tall as his blood ran slick down his chest, being muddied with the rainfall as he readied himself, his muscles clenched, tightening yet bulking up as he summoned the ferocious blood that boiled inside his veins. A duty to win. That was the source of his strength, the resolution not to fall. It was a combination of his responsibility as the champion of his people, and to avenge his fallen family. The moonlight danced down on the grass, reflecting off of the Varma champion's blade as the shine seemed to bolster his strength further. Rushing at one another, the Outrider and the Varma clashed, Ergana's claws versus Alekai's steel. This collision caused the rain to repel around them as the wind sharpened and sparks sprinkled down. What? Ergana growled. There was a surprising amount of new strength sprouted from the red-haired, wolf demi-human. Even against Ergana, who possessed a size a dozen times greater than his own, such strength equaled his own. B.A. Dump. B.A. Dump. B.A. Dump. Eula watched, holding her fallen parent in her arms with shock in her eyes, it was a mixture of grief and flickering hope now, it was hope that was reignited by the sight of the champion. Ergana swiped with his mighty claws, using swiftness like that of an elite swordsman, yet Alekai countered and kept up, all while seeming to have strength to spare. Moon Wrath, it was something she knew and recognized just by a glance at Alekai. The Varma champion's muscularity had been altered, becoming optimized as veins pressed against his body and his complexion darkened with his fangs growing and his nails becoming feral. The full moon is out, Eula thought, only somebody like the champion can enter it, the moon wrath, under the light of the moon, the woven blood awakens. Though the gargantuan bear had the advantage in sheer size, it was in itself a disadvantage, that large frame was an even bigger target for the swift champion of the Varma, who moved low to the ground like a wolf, dragging his blade across the hide of Ergana in his wake. Grapha. Ergana roared out in pain. Alekai ran along the beast's massive body, leaving far-stretching eviscerations, this is justice, Ergana. For a savage beast like yourself, corrupted and evil, this is your punishment. There was nothing Ergana could do now, the nimbleness of Alekai made it impossible for the large demi-human to fight back as each time he spun around and tried to swipe at him, Alekai was already in the opposing direction. Eula watched, do it, Alekai, for everyone. It wasn't clear whether or not the words of the warrior woman met the ears of Alekai, whose blood ran as hot as magma, driven into the peak of his warrior mind which melded with his animalistic instincts, he roared out and cleaved across Ergana before leaping one last time with his sword reared back. Jerkish. No, please. Ergana pleaded. Alekai didn't listen, the rainfall itself was more powerful than the empty words of the cowardly outrider champion. I've done it, brother, son, Alekai thought. Just then, he brought his sword down overhead, carving through the skull of the mighty, hill-sized bear as fragments of Ergana's skull and flesh splashed onto the war-torn fields. As Alekai landed back down, 
the resonance of the moon dimmed as his body simmered down, causing him to fall to his knees, huffing for air. Alekai breathed. All eyes were on him, the fighting stopped the moment the champion of the man-eating demi-humans was slain. It was quiet now, only the sound of perspiration meeting with the grass filled the village. This was the significance of a champion, a pillar that represented the strength of a clan. Champion. Eula said quietly, holding Raygun in her arms, Pops, did you see that? He won. Alekai was waiting for something, watching the temple doors that sat afar as he thought to himself. I saw you go in there, young Emilio, Bruman, I trust you've succeeded, Alekai thought. Finally, the doors to the temple opened, revealing the blonde-haired, human boy, who was covered in blood and bruises himself, but victorious as well, Bruman and Vandred followed, bringing with them the freed captives of the Outriders. Amazing, you've done it, Alekai thought. Forcing himself to stand, Alekai stood tall despite his quivering body while his lengthy, unkempt hair swayed in the stormy wind. He raised his blood-slick sword to the sky before roaring out in his proclamation of victory, Rayag. After that roar, more followed from the fellow Varma, Raf. The Outriders were left in disbelief. It was a hard-fought victory, in total, half of the Varma warriors that participated in the raid were slain. We did it, Emilio sighed out, phew. He slumped down on the grass just outside the village with his shirt and vest torn, holding his staff in his arms with a tired look. Sitting beside him, Bruman sighed as well, I can't believe I'm alive. With the victory seized by the Varma, the Outriders surrendered, or rather, were forced to as any who refused were killed on the spot. While it seemed a bit harsh to Emilio, Alekai insisted this was the greatest kindness he could offer the brutes. Vandred scratched his head, you're the leader of the Varma, right? The platinum-eyed, scarred man asked, looking at Alekai, who had his wounds tended to already, though he wasn't fully healed. Alekai softly shook his head, I am the champion, but whatever it is you need, I will do what's in my power to help. Well, Vandred glanced back towards the freed captives, can you do something about them? I'm not familiar with this forest, but... Leave it to me, Alekai nodded with a smile. All right, Vandred replied. Alekai stood straight, extending his hand to Vandred, shaking it then giving his hand also to Emilio, who returned to his traveling companion's side. The Varma are forever in your debt, foreign warriors, Alekai said, no, you're honorable Varma now, not foreign. You've proven yourself. Heh, it was nothing, Emilio bashfully chuckled. Sure, Vandred said uncaringly. The Varma champion seemed relieved, but he wasn't joyful, there was still loss from the battle. But, he did his best to handle it as he looked at both Vandred and Emilio with a small smile, on times of victory like this, it's best to celebrate, no? That's true, Emilio nodded with a surprised look. Alekai gestured for everybody to follow, let us return to the village and inform the others of our victory then, we will celebrate greatly. Vandred ruffled his own hair, I suppose. As they began venturing back to the Varma village, he stayed at the back of the group, walking beside Vandred, who didn't seem very excited about a celebration. It seems like you had quite the battle, Vandred said. He was surprised the man noticed, but by looking down at the state of his body and clothes, he realized it was obvious, yeah. Actually, it was incredible. I've never had a battle like this. I, really almost died. Hmm, Vandred glanced at him, remember that feeling. Death is a great reminder of things, caution, resolve, time, everything. Feeling your life be so close to that threshold, you learn what it feels like to truly be that close to losing it all. Yeah, he nodded. What he opted not to mention was the new ability he had gained access to, Draconic Constitution. I can feel it, he thought, my body, it's much stronger than before. 
Arriving back at the Varma village, it was at the peak of night, leaving the returning group to enter quietly through the front gates that stood as reinforced trees. The day has fallen, celebrations will come tomorrow, Alekai said. He nodded with a smile, I think we could all use some rest after today. It was a relieving sight, the Varma village had a comforting atmosphere to it, even more so when compared to the barbaric camp he just had to fight in. It is not my time for rest, Alekai said, but you should, Bruman, walk them to my home. You got it. Bruman said. Though as the young Varma warrior walked towards both him and Vandred with the intention of guiding them to their place for the night, Emilio found himself perplexed by why the champion refused to call it in. You're not done yet? I fixed your wounds up, but you're still not in great condition. Emilio intercepted his words. Alekai shook his head, I have things to tend to still, the red-haired warrior smiled softly, patting the boy's head, don't worry. I will be fine. One does not become a champion through being defeated by a simple bit of exhaustion. Well, if you say so, he smiled, 